El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, mind your own business. Joining me today, it's, I mean, it's just me and Jeff. Do I have to do this every time? I'm Adam Todd Brown. Jeff is Jeff. We do this. We do podcasts. Jeff does a bunch. I do a bunch. And then you listen to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Todd Brown and Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. And hey, also, my co-host this week, Jeff's here. Jeff's back. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Unpopular Opinion. I'm Jeff May. Jeff was in the penalty box last week for slashing a motherfucker. I slashed a motherfucker real good, baby. Woo, they deserved with a, it. With a, with a knife. With an actual knife. Actual knife. Yeah, it was yeah. very, it was, it was, I was alarmed by how large that knife was. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, uh, one of those, whatchamacallit knives that, 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 one of those, like, that's not a knife, yeah. knives, where you pull it out, and people are like, no, that's like a sword. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a meaty, meaty sword. Yeah. Hey, good news, we're doing a Q&A episode this week, so if people had Qs leading up to this point, we got them A's. We will give you our A's. These are some of my favorite episodes, not just because they require almost no research, but I like talking to the people. You are a man of the people. I've read that. I have not, but it's it's good to hear. That's... To be fair, it was in your articles. So. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes way more sense. Way, way more sense. Should we just dive in? We have a shit ton of questions. We do. We got some on uh, on patreon.com slash unpops, right? We got, we got Patreon questions. We got Discord questions. We got Twitter questions. Do we got anything else? Do we got? Um, you know what? I'm going to put this out there. I did not do anything on Instagram. We don't normally get that many questions on Instagram, though. I get mostly people send pictures of their butts. Mm. Of their ass. Who do you send me a picture of your ass? I mean. 90. Howard Stern. Just at me next time, Jeff. Come on. All right. Bye. All right. Here we go. First question from the Patreon. Are all these first questions are from the Patreon because these people as they should be. Yeah, because you can't spell Patreon without pay, baby. And that's what these people do. Like Jennifer. First question. What is your favorite Easter candy and go to potluck dish? Mm. I can, I got two answers for Easter candy, but they're different kinds of answers. First off, the answer is Cadbury mini eggs. Dark chocolate if you have them. If you don't, that's fine. Mm. Uh, however, I will also posit, and it's important to uh, register, that the Reese's egg, the flat version of the egg, not the not the 3D egg. The, sure. the Reese's egg is the superior form of the Reese's peanut butter cup variation. Interesting. Why is that? Is it a peanut butter to chocolate ratio thing? I think it is. I think it is. It I has a better that. ratio. I think the, the pumpkins are trash. The bats, garbage. Um, so Halloween, Reese's Halloween is trash. Um, Christmas, they're just like, look, it's a tree and it's a triangle and it's not that interesting. Uh, the egg, mwah, just superior. Interesting. Yeah, I think my favorite Easter candy, I'm going to say jelly belly jelly beans. Those are the oh. only acceptable. You don't like spiced bit jelly beans? Yeah, I don't like I don't like any other jelly beans, but jelly belly. Ooh, I fuck with those. Jelly belly's good, man. Yeah, I, w I will add. I think I've said this before. Easter is superior to halloween from a seasonal candy perspective uh it's a quality over quantity situation for sure um because there are things that you can get in easter like russell stover makes this like raspberry whip egg mm. that's like a dark chocolate egg with a raspberry whip inside and that is also incredible if you can find it it's like so it's really hard to find yeah, speaking of raspberry treats that are hard to find, I know we're going off course a little bit here, but there's a new Girl Scout cookie that oh, is. Oh, yeah. I haven't tried it yet, but it's basically just a thin mint, but instead of mint, it's raspberry inside. And oh boy. They sold like wild things. Like, yeah, they were selling on eBay for like $80 a box, and I'm not. Okay. All you know, right. Yeah, I'm not a crazy person, but. What? Who's buying those? I don't. Idiots. Like dummies. Yeah. It's like, just find a different thing to eat. 
friggin' weirdo. Second half, uh, second half of the question. Go to potluck dish. I'm I know ch- yours. Yeah, I'm a chili guy. The chili, and mine is cups. <laughs> ice. I like. To, I bring ice. I do. <laughs> it, it is ice. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. It's ice and it's beverages. I'm not. Don't don't make me. I'm not a big potluck kind of guy. I cook a lot of solo meals. So like, mm. it's like I'm gonna bring this thing for a lot of people. It's like I hope y'all like eggs. <laughs> Do that next time. Just bring a Just bunch bring of a fucking eggs. Bunch of eggs, yeah. Scramble them up. Yes, <laughs> bowl of scrambled eggs. Yeah. All right. Next question, Doctor DNA PhD. If that is your real name, Adam, which is your favorite season of Alone? Uh, I'll just say all of them. Alone is. If people aren't familiar, it's a reality show where. Like the title says, the people are alone. They drop them in the remote Canadian wilderness and fly in by helicopter to check on them once a week. And they have a button they can push if they want to be picked up and leave. And whoever survives the longest wins like $500,000. And uh, Are they near each other? No. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, yeah, I'd hunt them down. Well, that's that's the whole thing. There's also a show on Netflix called Outlast which is very similar to Alone, except you have to be in teams, but you can go find the other teams and steal their shit and tear their shit up. And boy, does that add a much-needed element to reality television. Honestly, that sounds like the greatest version of reality TV of all time, because, like... How do you defend your spot? Well, not like, just, would it just be like me there beating the shit out of people trying to fuck my tent up or something. Well, not just that, but it at the end, it comes down to like these three survivalist dudes who are like taking it very seriously, facing off against a female private investigator and a woman who used to have a heroin problem. And I think like worked at a check oh, cash. She's going to win. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but it really levels the playing field when you can be a criminal about things. Because I gotta tell you, any former junkie that is on some form of competition, don't be afraid to bet on them. Yeah, because they know how to fucking survive. She was tenacious, to say the least. (laughs) Like I wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't fuck with that. Hey Jeff, what's a good comic run for Iron Man? Also from Um, Doctor Dana, PhD. Uh, Extremis by Warren Ellis and Adi Granoff is fantastic and sort of set a lot of the tone for uh, what you would see in the movies. So I would say Extremis, but Demon in a Bottle is a classic one that I'd go for. Demon in a Bottle. Good song. Good song. Oh, police. The ghost of Dave Thomas asks, if you were forced to hold some public office... What would it be and why? I'm going straight president, baby. Uh, I would like to uh, be on the like the the head of the school board. You got to start mm. grassroots, baby. Not me. I'm going straight president. But I'm gonna be like drag teachers. <laughs> Fuck you. Bring it on. Uh, Perso says, you "What is? One. Oh, oh yeah, I did. You're right. Johnny says, "What's the one show you really enjoyed that no one really seems to talk about or remember? For me, it's Wilford, the American version on FX. That was his answer, not mine." Yeah. Jeff, what's your answer? I uh, I have two. One is a reality show called Final Foo, hosted by Ernie Reyes Jr. on MTV. And it was a martial arts reality competition. It lasted one season. It was a flashiest of flashes in the pans. And I really loved it. So that's a reality show, though. So I don't really count that as actual television. Um Terriers. Mm. Terriers starring Donald Logue and the other guy. Terriers was amazing and it only got one season on FX. FX would bring like FX did Lights Out too as well and Terriers. Those were two incredible shows that got one season and they were just like snuffed out. Yeah. Van Johnson. The Jean-Claude Van Damme Oh yeah. Bio show which is it's absolutely hilarious on Amazon. Um, There was a show called Imposters. That ran for a couple seasons that was um, – I don't even remember what network it was on now. But it was about a female con artist and uh, it was really good. I've talked about it a bunch. Uh, I think the Wu-Tang show on FX is criminally underrated. I s- Imposters was uh, Bravo? Is that right? It might have been, yeah. It looks like it's on Netflix. I mean, it's on Netflix now, but it's, now, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You can watch it there. But uh, yeah, it ran. I think that only got one season. It maybe got a second, but I don't believe so. 
Or no, it got a second season, but I think it got canceled after that. The Wu-Tang show on FX, there's only three seasons of that. It's a fucking banger. I also really liked This Fool, which was a Comedy Central show starring friend of the show, Chris Chris Estrada. They got a second season. Good. That yeah. that show has some of the best characters oh, on it's incredible. television. Yeah. Like the the guy who plays his cousin is like that's one of the best characters on TV right now. Yeah. Oh, also uh Resident Alien. Oh, that's really fun with Alan Tudyk. Yeah, the the sheriff on Resident Alien is one of my favorite TV characters right now. There's a scene I always talk about where he's in the car with his partner and she goes to turn on music, and he's like, what are you doing? And she goes, I just wanted to listen to some music. And he goes, girl, I got your music right here. And then he does a beatbox version of Amazing Grace. It's the <laughs> weirdest goddamn thing. Yeah, that's a comic book show. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a comic, yeah. Uh, all right. I think Perso. that's it. Perso. What is the most overrated and underrated international cuisine? Mm. Overrated? I would say getting French cuisine in America. Mm, I'd say street, a, street tacos. Oh yeah, I mean, but that's is that does that count as international? I guess I I, I, kinda. It's a it's, it's another when, nation. When, yeah, I mean, I I guess you're not wrong on that one. Yeah, street tacos are are trash, and everybody that says that just wants to seem like one of the good ones. No, I I honestly think how much you like street tacos depends on how much you like onions, and I just don't cilantro. Yeah, yeah, I don't fuck with onions or cilantro. Really, it's just it's just street tacos are relatively boring. Yeah, I, I think like, they're a little boring. Like that's the thing, and I I get it. I I understand that I'm I'm not of the ethnicity that is designed to appreciate it. Oh, okay. I don't I don't think it's I an ethnicity have... thing. My wife yeah. is if she's watching, she's at home drawing up divorce papers over this opinion. She fucking loves a street taco. Yeah. I still have taste buds. Yeah. Sorry, but you can't put a street taco up against a cheesy gordita crunch <laughs> and expect me to be like, well, this one tastes better because the ingredients are more natural. Yeah. No, the Taco Bell thing tastes better. It's going to give me worse diarrhea, but yeah. that's, gotta, not, that's not how flavor works. Um, build up I, a I would tolerance. say underrated international cuisine. I'm I'm honestly going to stick with, and, and I stick with this kind of a lot, but Indian. I think Indian food is pretty goddamn underrated yeah i would have said indian too indian's my favorite food yeah um i like a mediterranean food i I wasn't into that for a long time but now i like a hummus i like a a, when it's done well yeah a good falafel i like i like that the thing with mediterranean food is i'm really rolling the dice with tomatoes because i'm not really a tomato Mm, guy and they just love surprising you with tomatoes in mediterranean food they do they do they're just like here's your spicy hummus obviously with chunks of tomato in it all right next question jay sherman 5k short for 5000 saves me time when i talk high unpopular <clears throat> jeez yeah Let's do that Jesus Christ, are you gargling some cigarettes yeah. just now i've been to three concerts this week my throat Jesus christ i and let me tell you a diverse array of artists i saw miranda lambert in las vegas uh, indie punk band Screaming Females at the Terragram Ballroom in L.A., and then New Edition Keith Sweat and Guy at the Forum last night. So my throat is torn to shreds. Because you were singing along with all that Keith Sweat? I bought a Keith Sweat t-shirt. Damn right you did. And his sunglasses are outlined in rhinestones on the shirt, so I'm never going to be able to wash it, but I fucking love it. Also, I don't think I had ever heard Keith Sweat talk. He's got this, like, beautiful crooner singing voice and then you get him on stage and he's like hey everybody this key sweat oh it's like john gorley when you talk to him and then he's like no excuse me i have to sing and he breaks (laughs) into the falsetto and you're like all right yeah a little bit yeah at one point key sweat he he was drinking hennessy on stage and he was singing something about how this isn't juice this is hennessy and i was like this feels like we are outside of 7-eleven right now yes What is Keith Sweat doing on stage right now? But he was Keith so Sweat good. He wasn't even billed on that. He just yeah. He was, and, work, he was working the bar, and he went into that whole routine after talking about how people accuse him of being drunk on stage. It's like Keith, you're drunk on stage right now, but you're so good. It's fine. Yeah, we love you, Keith Sweat. Also, I wanted to buy a different T-shirt, but I cannot express how much Keith Sweat looked like R. Kelly on that t-shirt and i was like nope that's not a mistake i'm trying to have people make in public all right (laughs) 
J. Sherman 5000. Here we go. Hi, unpopular. As I ascend into middle age, I'm looking for a good recliner. I'm thinking it has to be leather, but I could be persuaded to go with another fabric. If you were planning to sit around and watch eight hours of professional baseball, a.k.a. one game, what type, more. Of, yeah, what type of chair is the best for you? I don't know. I like something with wide arms so I can work. Like I can operate a mouse over there on one of the arms and, you know, yeah. I don't know. I just like a recliner. I gotta, you know what I like? I like a rocking chair. I never thought I would, but I've really leaned into rocking chairs. If you're ever like waiting for your table at Cracker Barrel and you go just veg out on the rocking chair and you're like, I get why old people just do this now. This fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. I could see a rocking chair. I don't really have a preference. Just whatever makes you comfortable, yeah. you know? Yeah. A, a nice fat recliner is obviously great. Yeah. Thomas Fetter. If all the cereal mascots got into a giant fight, who's walking away the victor? Easy. That's easy. I mean, I would say Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger, yeah. Fucking tiger. Yeah, he's an apex predator that works out. Yeah, he is way top of the food chain. Either that or Captain Crunch, because Captain Crunch can just deploy military forces. Yeah. Yeah. Throw the soggies at him, though. I don't know. Yeah, it would be. What about what about the Coco Krispies um, monkey? Could he tear some arms off or something? Rip someone's face off? Yeah, monkeys are a problem. They're a problem but in a fight. A monkey versus a tiger. You're not going to. No, it's Tony the tiger. Yeah, it's going to be the tiger. Yeah, you put a you put a you put an apex predator in the gym <laughs> for a while because he's ripped. He is. Yeah. And he's like, got the intelligence of a human being. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cunning. He's a cunning predator. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. A, he's probably the most dangerous character on television. And Kellogg's Frosted Flakes have a taste adults have grown to love. Yes, they are delicious. <laughs> they're delicious <laughs> classic tony the tiger phrase all right two questions from joel mika harris one jeff i know you don't believe in ghosts but i'm wondering what your thoughts are in regards to intelligent extraterrestrial life existing or having made contact with us lowly earthlings yes and no yes to the first part no to the second part yeah i'm i'm really leaning towards the whole uh, oh, we we've made contact with aliens. They're here. Like, I don't think that's just a lie. I think that's like a really nefarious thing. It's going to lead to bad things. So, yeah, I agree. I think they're out there. I don't think they've come here. No, if they've come here, we'd already be their property. There's if they've mastered interstellar travel and they're watching us like ban <laughs> drag queens and shit, they'd be like, all right, that's enough. Well, and the thing I always bring up is when Roswell happened, the whole talking point is, oh, all this alien technology crashed to the earth and we were anxious to get our hands on it and re-engineer it. And it's like, why would we want all this technology that can't stay afloat in earth's skies? Like we, we have airplanes, we can fly around up there. This shit's just crashing the minute it hits our atmosphere. And we're like, oh, we got to get it. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Second question. Joel Mika Harris. Adam, you turned me on to the coat hangers years ago. Any bands in that vein that you could recommend? Thanks. Uh, yeah. Screaming Females. I just mentioned them. Screamales. Yep. That is their Twitter handle. Chantal Sorrentino. What musician or movie do you think is underappreciated and you are confused as to why no one else seems to like them it? Listen, I get why people don't like it, but Sucker Punch fucking rules. People just watched it. The wrong way. Uh, Your Highness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Movie 43 also. I would like to yeah. plug Oh, yeah. To. You love movie 43. Who doesn't? Me. Um, okay. Now there's a screaming females question from Justin Hensley. Have you seen them live and have you listened to their new album? Yes and yes. <laughs> I sure have. All right. Jeff, do you have any dream guests for Jeff Has Cool Friends that you haven't had on the show yet? I'm sure the yeah. answer is no. We can just move on. No, I hate every. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes, of course. It's very hard. Like, I had somebody that lined up and they and it's hard to get that i will say you know people have a hard time especially like here's the thing that people don't understand the more famous somebody is the harder it is to schedule a recording it's not that they don't want to record it's just people are fucking busy yeah uh, and a lot of times the number of times you have a, a something scheduled and they're like i actually have to fly out to shoot something in atlanta and you're like all right yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Along those same lines, Oliver A. in the chat says, I miss best bad movie ever. Hey, so do I, bud. All right. Tanner Fry. Adam, if you got abducted by aliens tomorrow and you had to choose someone to take over the network, who would you choose? The aliens have the power to MK Ultra them into wanting to do it. 
and they'll hack Patreon so they won't starve. So literally anyone in the world, no one, I want it to die with me. Burn I will it. make sure I keep it alive then. No, burn it to the ground. Nope. Set it aflame. Fine. I guess Jeff, but then I want, I want Jeff. Wait, there was more question? Oh, it's another one. Uh, yeah, and that that's very similar to one we've already had, so we'll skip that one. Um, yeah, I mean, Jeff would probably obviously be the person, but I don't know. I'm going to shake things up. Yeah. All like, our shows are about fucking now. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for some Discord questions? Oh, you're right. I follow some Discord. Yeah. Niccolo Blight, if that is your real name, says, who's your very early picks for the World Series? And why are you two picking Boston and the Cubs? I'm not picking the Cubs. <laughs> you think I'm picking the Red Sox? <laughs> this is what we really like to refer to as a rebuilding year's rebuilding year. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox uh, have a very high potential to be the worst team in major league baseball yeah um you know what uh my very early picks would be san diego and anaheim yeah i would say anaheim just because i want to secret that into existence like they have to yeah you put kobe and Shaq on the lakers for a reason like you have otani and trout on the same goddamn team but i think the padres are gonna i think the padres are gonna go pretty far i've actually i've been watching so much less baseball these days because of the pitch clock no i don't mind the pitch clock i'm just so much more into tennis right now yeah and let me tell you tennis is always on like they that schedule is relentless there is no off season it's like wwe or something. i was literally just gonna say it's like the <laughs> wwe kind of yeah you went house house shows where they're switching off the belt <laughs> you know hulk hogan beat uh jennifer capriati for the <laughs> the detroit open or whatever all right we are powering through these these questions just wood one two three says recently you said body wash was bad why is it bad chemicals right i mean yeah i don't the the chemicals are probably an issue for me the bigger reason i switched to bar soap is like the environmental stuff like there's no there's not a big plastic bottle with a bar of soap i did the same thing i actually switched to bar soap about three years ago yeah it's nice unless you know what I have is I have a little travel body wash um, with me because hotel soap, it, you might as well be scrubbing yourself with a drying agent. Yeah. Yeah. I could see using it then. But yeah, for me, like I've switched to bar soap also for like hand soap in the bathrooms because same reason. You get lava. Oh, I used to love that. I fucking love that. Like pumice soap is awesome. Yeah. But also <laughs> only if you're like washing motor oil off your hands. I mean, it's going to get everything else off your hands. Yeah, like the upper layer of your skin. I used to have one of those um, metal bars, the like destink bar. Oh, I don't, I don't think I even know what that was. There's like a metal bar that you can rub that's supposed to pull scent off because sometimes with boxing, like hand wraps, they just get smelly and they like you're wearing them for so long and so sweaty that the smell like will soak into your skin and you have to like Gross. work really hard. It's disgusting. Um. So, yeah, I mean, body wash. I'm sure body wash is fine and I'm sure it has, there's levels to it like anything else. Yeah. We'll go see what Dr. Squatch has to say. I'm sure that's going to be the. Yeah, I do. I do fuck with a Dr. Squatch. They're pine Ooh, tar soap. Pine tar soap. Yeah. Yeah. But a little spendy, a little spendy. If you're looking I, to I, spend $10 a bar. I use a moisturizing soap because mm. I get uh, dry skin. Yeah. Um, Sith Psychonaut says, what's your idea of an adequate amount of water to drink in a day? And what's your favorite method of consumption? Injection. I yeah. inject it. Yeah, I, I do an IV drip. Yeah, uh, I, I would say what sixty four ounces minimum. Yeah, I think that's what that's what the medical profession recommends. I drink an obscene amount of water. Same. I would say I'm I'm close to one twenty to one sixty in terms of ounces per day because this bottle is forty ounces. <laughs> forty. Yeah, it's a 40. And yeah. uh, I drink three or four of those a day. I have a 64 ounce bottle that I clear probably twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you want to drink more water, literally just buy a water bottle you like and put that shit in front of you. You'll drink it because it's there. Yeah. You can put stickers on it and shit. My water bottle's got stickers. Yeah. I found like I can't I don't get paid for this, but I recommend swell water bottles they uh if you put water in this fucking thing today and even if you leave the lid off. When you go to drink water from it tomorrow, that water will still be cold. I don't know what 
Oh, yeah. Kind of alien technology they're working with. But that Roswell tech, baby. Right? Fell from the sky. Uh, Carolyn O says, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? I got a couple. I got a yeah, couple. I have a couple, too. What do you like? I like a... Uh, oh, back and forth. You go with one, I'll go with one. I like a green mint chip. I will counter with peppermint stick. Mm, peppermint stick is good, especially that Trader Joe's kind around Christmas that has the peppermint and the, the cookies in it. Oh, yeah. Oof, good times. Uh, I also, I'm a, I'm a Haagen-Dazs loyalist a little bit, mm. and I like a Haagen-Dazs chocolate peanut butter. It has these ribbons of peanut butter in it that turn really hard and frozen. And, oh, oh, I like that, oh, yeah. Um, so I will take in my pint version, I will go fish food from Ben & Jerry's. I actually really like that as well. Um, I also like a, a Froyo. I'm a big Froyo guy. I yeah. like a frozen what flavor? Like a tart? No, 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 no. I do a sweet. I'll do – I usually will hook up a, a Neapolitan. I'll do a vanilla strawberry chocolate. Ooh. And then I put treats at each level. So I'll do some vanilla. I'll go over, hit the treats, then do the chocolate, put the treats in. Like You're making a trifle. Yeah, yeah. It's elaborate. It's a meal. I like a, um, a lemon blueberry. Mm. When you mix those two, that's a good Lem – lemon ice cream is rare. Citrus yeah. ice cream is not easy to make apparently. Um, but there's uh, certain places. I think uh, Jenny's makes a lemon with blueberry in it. That is a goddamn delight. Yeah. I love me some ice cream, man. Like, I mean, it's hard to find a flavor I don't like, actually, to be 100% honest. Yeah. If you put most ice cream in front of me, I'll eat it. I'm not yeah. a big fan of green tea flavored stuff. Hmm. So that I'm not. I like I, I like a green tea. I like I, I like a matcha ice cream. What are the I like the ones they get? We we have like they have like people skin around it. What you know the ones? It's like the you mean mochi. Yeah, mochi. Yeah, oh, they okay. uh, <laughs> yeah that has skin. That's just ice cream with with human skin. I around. do. I love a mochi ice cream. Yeah. Oof. Whenever I eat it, I'm like, mm, this is a this feels the texture is like people. Yeah. This it's weird, but it's very good. Yeah. Eric Germ. Hey, we love that guy. We what love made Eric. What made the shittiest car you ever owned so shitty? I um, go ahead. God, you know my car, the 2013 Ford Focus. What made it shitty? Everything. <laughs> that was the lemoniest lemon I've ever owned, and I've owned some shitty cars. That car was the bane of my existence. It overheated regularly. I had to replace the goddamn engine. It is the worst car that's probably ever been made, and I'd rather be driving a Ford Pinto around than that piece of shit. Yeah, I'm still surprised that car made it as long as it did. It was it was bad times. Dude, when I got the check from Netflix, the car exploded like two days later. <laughs> Good. I'm not even kidding. Like just all the fluids just dumped out. And I was like, fuck you. I they, people were like, you should, you know, get you should sell it. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm scrapping it. I'm not selling it at all. Nobody yeah. should ever have to buy this car. And I, I sold it for three hundred dollars for scrap. Yeah, that sounds about right. I had a 1987 Mazda 323, which sounds fancy, but I had it in like 2000. And a surprising amount of leg room, which I did like. But also, I had a cat named Cleo, who was named not after the Psychic Friends Network, but after... The cat from Heathcliff? Uh, no, Queen Latifah from the movie Set It Off. Her character was named Cleo. Well, don't let go. Right. Because oh. you have the right to lose control. God, that's the best song. That is the best song. It's so good. Uh, 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 uh. The thing that ties those two together, Cleo and my Mazda 323, is that Cleo pissed in my Mazda 323 about three days after I bought it. More like a 32P. And if you've ever had that happen, that's just something that lives with you the, the rest of your days. You're not getting that cat piss sent out. Not with. Not with 23 years ago technology, if anything. Chris Kirkpatrick, you're going to smell some cat piss. <laughs> All right. Pickle Boy Zarander. What are your thoughts on the new baseball rules? I don't mind them. Yeah. I, I, think the, I think the pitch count, you know, you, you have games being done in two hours and 20 minutes. Like, yeah. Like, okay. The, yeah, the pitch clock, I like. Um, Shift. Baseball has put a bunch of rules in, and this is a thing I've been saying for about five years, and there was also just a like pod, a podcast on the New York Times or something about this, but people really overvalue the home run in terms of entertainment. 
like if you really want interesting baseball, you should want very minimal scoring and just a fucking pitcher's duel. But instead, people want home runs and then you get games that are like 13 to 2. And it's like, oh, this is not fun at all. I, the, I, the reason home runs are popular is because it swings the game. Like, so you're looking at like appreciation for the skill of a pitcher's duel, which I agree. Well, no, that's the thing. Like limited home runs are great because yes, they do in those situations swing the game. But when you're taught, like, I just, I think more offense is not the answer in general for baseball. It's just, mm, but people like it. They know that. They know that. All right. Along those same lines, Bob Grenville, if you could change one rule in any sport, what would it be? I have an immediate answer for this. What's your answer to that? Bring back that thing where NBA players can dunk their free throws because that used to be a thing and they ended it because of Wilt Chamberlain. And that's what I that would really put a hurting on that hack a shack shit that people sometimes try where you have a big man who's bad at free throws just let that motherfucker dunk (laughs) then we'll see what happens hand it over and drop it right (laughs) yeah what about um uh if i could uh change one rule uh you could do anything you want to your gloves in boxing like metal spikes all that whatever you want jesus fucking in plaster fucking tax poison put poison on them poison i i get that (laughs) i saw that played live last night Hell yeah, you did. Um, I tell you one rule change people are pushing for in my fave sport that I am not in favor of. There's this uh, movement in tennis now where there's some players who want that thing where people have to be quiet. They they don't want that. Like they want people to be able to move around and be loud and do all this shit during tennis. And it's like that's – you don't get it. Like the quiet and the tension is part of it. And I get that it's a bummer that fans have to wait if they go out to get beer before they can go back to their seats. But it makes the game better. Like that quiet makes the game so much better. And I would be I I wouldn't attend a tennis match where people get to be fucking rowdy in the stands because it's like it's like watching chess. You want people hooting and hollering while you're watching chess. I want that. Mm. I want cheerleaders at tennis. Now that would be cool. But they have to but they're the net. <laughs> um lots of sports questions. Misty Weaver. Which is weird because you know. Yeah, don't even say it. Oof. If you eat shelled peanuts, capitalized shelled peanuts, interesting choice. At a bas- at a baseball game, do you put the shells in something or just throw them on the ground? Interesting question. If I'm I, Yeah, you answer first. Go ahead. I think I I do both. That's actually what I was going to say. I do both because you don't what what something are you allowed to have to put the shells in? Like there's you know, you have to if if you're just eating peanuts, you don't have a receptacle. And if you've ever been to like Dodger Stadium, they don't let you bring shit into that stadium. Right. So like you kind of have to drop your shells on the ground because there's no other option. I could guess I could bring like a lunch bag with me, but yeah. For one thing, I don't get the shelled peanuts that often. I feel they like they are a treat when you have them, though. Yeah, I feel like if I'm at an indoor venue, I'm gonna be less likely to throw them on the ground. But if I'm like outdoors at Dodger Stadium or Wrigley Field or something, you're gonna be Even lucky birds. if I'm not fucking throwing those at people. Yeah, definitely get a beer thrown at you. Yeah, but yeah, if I'm outdoors, hit a baby, they, <laughs> throw them shells at a baby. You're gonna hit that baby with the shell. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I guess it goes. I would like to add, by the way, that Rob Sires in the comments said that he's had both of the cars that we were talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, shout out to Rob for his cat piss car that he had to drive. Yeah, my, I can't believe my cat pissed in Rob Sires' car. It's nuts. What's Norm from Cheers have to ask, Adam? You know, Norm from Cheers wants to know who does the mustache better, 2023 Vince McMahon or John Waters? John Waters. Yeah, John Waters. Fuck Vince McMahon. Fuck Vince McMahon. Yeah, let's talk talk about two opposite sides of the coin there. Yeah, yeah. Mike Loop eighty six favorite it's thing. That's Mike Loop. <laughs> favorite thing to order slash get at the generic Americanized Chinese food joint of your choice. 
it's general. So I'm going to add if it's. Yeah. Our- oh, you know what? I like um, New England has uh, their egg rolls are like fat ass egg rolls. And the inside of them are basically like lawnmower clippings. Mm, yeah. Uh, I fuck with those so hard. And like out here, egg rolls are like these small little things and they're embarrassing. Yeah. I I don't know if this makes them Americanized or not, but I would argue the only place to get quality egg foo young is in the Midwest. Like, I've never had good egg foo young outside the Midwest. It's a very delicate dish. It's because it, it has gravy, which is probably why the Midwest loves it so much. An omelet with a gravy on it, right? Yeah. But that gravy yeah. is crucial. Like, if you fuck up that gravy, that whole dish is garbage. And most of the time, people fuck up that gravy. But otherwise, yeah, orange chicken. Like, if I'm talking panda express or something i miss new england china because like i out here the americanized chinese food is not particularly good um new england because of I, i'm guessing the way it's established it and maybe that's just like the mom's meatloaf energy behind it where i'm like this is the thing i grew up with but their egg rolls are like the size of like hot pockets yeah and they're they're really crispy and the insides taste so good and out here it's just not great yeah my my ideal egg roll like you said it's just like you can just put some spiced cabbage inside that shit and that's all i really need a little ground up pork in there or something like that just Mm. a little a little bit yeah that's a great question though mike yeah and last discord question from gobu killer what are your thoughts on breakfast foods do you feel weird eating non-traditional breakfast foods in the morning or do you think we should be more like other cultures who don't have that distinction i don't understand why people have hang-ups on what to eat at certain times of the day if it's not like a dietary thing yeah like there would be things where i'll I'll be like uh, oh real quick with val i'll be like you know, so what do you want to do for dinner? I'm like, we can do eggs. It's like, oh, I don't know. Eggs is more of a morning thing. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. There, there's no rule for that. A burger for breakfast is legitimately one of the best things you can have. Like a burger for breakfast fills you up and it gives you like the right amount of like protein fat to get you through. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like burgers are like the perfect breakfast food and eggs are the perfect dinner food. Yeah. We switched them. Yeah, I have absolutely no hangups about dinner for breakfast or lunch for breakfast. I used to actually way prefer eating lunch foods for breakfast. When I worked at this insurance company in South Dakota, there was a Taco John's that opened at five in the morning on the way to work. Hell yeah. But start your day out wrong. But they had like they would sell you just their regular ass soft tacos instead of like whatever they were whipping up for breakfast. And I would get that shit all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think we should embrace lunch and dinner foods for breakfast. Yeah. Another excellent question, Gobu Killer. Thank you. All right. Twitter questions. Jeff, go. Well, we got this one from a this is from a stranger called at movie hooligan. Ooh, never heard of who? Not sure you've ever heard of this person. Never. Uh, he said, describe your poop, please. Mm. That is an excellent question. Lately, a little bit looser. Well, mine. Have I've been I... eating better, which is a problem for the for the other end. Yeah, I, I don't know if he was ho- hoping we weren't answering or weren't actually going to answer this question. But, yeah, I'm all for it. Um, I He's a little freak. He wanted us to answer yeah, it. Did. Dave's jerking off right now. He's J and O to this conversation. (laughs) I uh, have been taking a bunch of ibuprofen lately, like for the past three months, four months, because of the needle thing and the surgery thing. And it turns out that can make you a little constipated, just like opioids can. A little constipation. And uh, I have turned a corner where I have not taken ibuprofen at all this week. Like, I still can't open my mouth all the way, but it doesn't hurt. And uh, let me tell you, I'm shitting so much better. Jeff. So you're taking little, little square turds like a wombat? Yeah, but it's still like it's those those kind of shits where you feel like you got the job done. It's not yeah. like because, you know, when you're constipated, it's like, I know there's more where that came from. Oh, yeah. You're like edging taking a shit. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, I hate that. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Yo-Yo Gabagool at S. Miguelino says, what's a trend that you would like to come back? And conversely, what needs to be retired? Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know. Fashion trends in general, I don't particularly like. I don't like when something is all of a sudden back. It's just like, oh, high-waisted jeans are back. And I'm like, all right, why? Yeah. Like, I, I don't. So, like, I'm, I'm a lot. I'm retired. I think retiring just the concept of, like, 
fashion trends to me. Yeah, I I wish we I don't I I miss cargo pants, man. I miss all those pockets. You can get them. I know you can get them, and I I don't get the backlash against them. There's a couple extra pockets, and now it's like the worst fashion trend of all time. Shut the fuck up. Don't tell me you like the '90s if you don't like cargo pants. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, any other trends? Remember when swing culture? Remember when I, that trend ooh. was like, you know, like it was like guys were running around wearing khaki pants and white t-shirts and stuff, listening to Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird spot. That's yeah. a trend I would like to see come back only because of how fucking silly it was. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, this is a little more serious of an angle, but I've I've said a million times I don't think social media was necessarily good for the world, and I wouldn't mind seeing that dissolve back into what we had before, which was if you wanted to talk about something, you went and found a fucking message board that was a about forum. that yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, let's go back to internet forums and just all hiding in our own corners of the internet, please. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, he also asks, when did you start to feel old? What was the first revelation? Um. You know, it's hard when you work teaching eighth graders and those eighth graders, because I started young when by the time i had retired from teaching at 30 some of my students had already graduated college jesus yeah yeah that to me was the thing where i was like all right this is fucking weird um and that that nowadays it's just my knees yeah i mean you know seeing family members grow up my son is 27 years old that's wild my niece is 28 she has a kid now so stuff like that but also yeah just physical stuff like my knees aren't what they used to be just moving around sucks more than it used to but also i'm gonna be honest i don't feel that old like i know i'm older because you are yeah well, I mean, I know I'm older than a lot of the people I work with, but I also feel like some of the people I work with probably feel older than I do. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of that is just in your head. Yeah, put some, I'll, I'll put some counter that with. Put, put some lotion on your face. You won't age as fast as you think. Right. Got lotion. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Lotion. Um, I will say conversely, when I go home, I feel so much younger because everybody else that I went to high school with, uh, they didn't get the lotion memo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm very, I'm very. I guess this is going to be a very strange way of saying it. I'm very lucky to live in such a vain city that I, sure. I am constantly like in the process of like, oh, I'm working out or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Dre Alvarez, uh, at nerd numbers, you shout skipped, out to Dre Alvarez. One. What's that? You skipped one. Oh, we skipped one. Screw you, Dre. Um, at MI Manners says, what's the most unfortunate time your body went against you? E.g. you may have pooped your pants, tripped into a man's crotch, woman's breasts, vomited on a cat, vomited on a man's crotch, mm -hmm, pooped mm -hmm. your woman's breasts. There's so many ways you could, um, I would say during... <laughs> Uh, May 5th, 2011, when I missed a punch, lifted my chin, got punched in the throat and my head bashed in that 13 second process was not my best time to have my body. That, that does sound unfortunate. Um, about a week before my 21st birthday, I threw up on a girl I was hitting on at a party, just Hell like, yeah. just like right in her lap. And then my sister was at that party with me and I went and threw up a bunch more in the bathroom. And at one point my sister goes, are you going to get this drunk on your 21st birthday? And I went, yes, <laughs> but I didn't. Cool. Next, um, next question. Back to Dre Alvarez, co-host of nerd. Uh, okay. If money was no object and you just got to unpack the cards, no selling when you're done. What's the ideal set of cards you'd love to pack break on? You don't even like sports cards. That's a great question. If money's because like, obviously I'd be like, oh, 52 Bowman, you know, like, but if you can't sell them. Yeah, hmm. I would go 84 tops because those were the first baseball cards I ever bought. 84 tops is is good. That that might be one of mine. Um, You know, like I'm, I there might be a like maybe like 2004 might actually be a good era just for that like the that's such a great red Sox year mm. that i might want to do that just because you know that makes sense plus i wasn't buying cards then yeah yeah can my, can my kids sell them because 52 bowman right yeah can we pass them down make them generational wealth uh, uh 
So uh, Super Fudge said, Adam, you recently spoke the truth on Trend Pony about Fallout Boy actually being a really good band. What's another musical act you feel has gotten undue disrespect over the years? Um, well, we talked about it on a recent pod, but I think a lot of those 90s bands that like Blues Traveler, shit like that, like those are good yeah. bands. Like, don't be mad at them because they had a hit. Most bands. Smash Mouth. Yeah. Smash Mouth is fine. The guy sucks, but there's some great. No, like, it's not, I'm not saying so the guy. Good. I'm not saying it because the guy sucks. Yeah, I just don't enough. like their music that much. Yeah. But and also they had I feel like they still get like gigs and work, whereas John Popper probably is not. I think they're getting the same gigs. I think that I, I think they made way more money, though. I think Shrek just catapulted the oh, shit yeah. out of them. Of John Popper got what? Kingpin. Yeah. Um, I would say the Dave Matthews band. I think they're a perennial punchline band that I don't know if you if you were to take like under the table of dreaming crash and before these crowded streets, those three albums in a row, it's I'd be hard pressed to find a better three album run than those three albums. Along those same lines, I would suspect I'm probably a little too hard on Coldplay. Coldplay has some absolute fucking bangers. Yeah. And I act like they are the shittiest band on the planet. But, like, I liked their first album. They've got, like, Viva La Vida is a really good song. I think I really don't like his band because he let his daughter be named Apple. Yeah, but I mean... Like, like there's a lot to me of being like, man, fuck Coldplay, Apple-ass kid having motherfucker. Yeah, but their music is still... It's pretty it's, good. It's pedestrian. It's non-offensive. It's it's more but than it's, non-offensive. Like most yeah. people can't write a song like "Fix You." I'm sorry. Like most yeah. people cannot pen that fucking tune. Yeah. Um. At uh, Spencer Saunders uh, at Telepri T L E Pre whatever. Uh, what non-living thing would you like to see form a society that you could observe? Uh baseball cards. I would love to see a little baseball card society. I don't know. Candy? See, a, see an Albert Bell beat the shit out of. Yeah, that's a weird question. Yeah. Uh, We're doing Toy Story rules, I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Funko pop characters. <laughs> there you go. Um, Blog Yadamasuyo. Apologies if I fucked your weird name up. Uh, hey, thanks. I like this show and appreciate your efforts. Does this show replace 69 minutes? I missed 69 minutes. It was nice. Um, I mean, I guess. Like, I only have so much time, people. This is a constantly evolving network. Yeah. And boy, do I get this question. Like, you're going to get the shows you're going to get. I got to be honest, but we've like, you don't even like sports cards is, in my opinion, one of my favorite things that we have ever done. And that's new. That's a new thing we're doing. Right. But people got to understand, I can't keep adding new things that I do to this network. Like, yeah. I'm going to jump off a fucking building like I have. I am so goddamn busy. So, yeah, this probably does replace 69 minutes. Sorry. Nice. Yeah, which is fine. Um, shiny failure at shiny failure says, uh, fuck, Mary kill Batman, Robin, Alfred. Well, we're fucking Alfred. Yeah, we're going to clearly fuck Alfred. Alfred fucks. I'm going to marry Batman because he's rich as hell. Uh, uh yeah, but I'm going to fuck Alfred, marry Batman because he's rich as hell, then kill Batman. And then Mary Robin. Ooh, you like a twink. Yeah. Well, I just want to be able to kill Batman. Like, if the option is there, I want to be like, I'm the guy that did it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Although that seems like it would put a target on your head. Uh, Afro samurai style, you know, where it's like, now I'm the Batman. Yeah, perhaps. Um, Shiny Bobbles at Shiny Bob asked, if you could have a hybrid of any two animals for a pet, what would it be? Be. I want a cat dog. I want a tiger grasshopper. Mm. I want a tiger that can jump 130 <laughs> feet in the air. Yeah. And slowly fly down as it uh, sweeps down to you. Yeah. That would, yeah, that would also be neat. But yeah, um, a cat dog, I think would be cool. Flying cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a flying squirrel cat mm-hmm. or like a, or like a, a griffin style cat with bird wings. Yeah. Yeah. I want my cat to be able to jump from my stairs to my couch. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a hack where you're like a uh, narwhal and a horse. Like, you're just trying to make a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Uh, okay. Um, if you had to, uh, this is from uh, John Heinrich or Heinrich. Um, 
If you had to be put in charge of a property that you think has been done poorly in past attempts at entertainment, what would you choose? So, like, if you're kind of be able to, like, sort of reboot or mm -hmm. grab the reins of a property. I mean, DC. But yeah. James Gunn seems to be taking care of that already. So I don't really know what to tell you. Uh, Stephen King's The Dark Tower. That is his best book series by a million miles. And that movie with Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba is some of the hottest garbage I have ever seen. I was so pumped when they announced that movie and so bummed when I saw it. It sucks so bad. It so fucking sucks. Um, Chris at Black Man Down 21 says, what was your favorite movie surprise of the year and why was it Cocaine Bear? It was not Cocaine Bear. Um, I didn't I pay know. money to see Cocaine Bear. Like, I don't really, that's just snakes on a plane. It like, is. That's, it's, it's a memed thing. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm trying, I'm like looking through the movies I saw and it might be, I don't know if it's a surprise, but I really liked Bones and All. Oh, did was, you? I guess that was in December of 2022 though. So that. I thought I was the only person who liked Bones and All. I really liked Bones and All. Yeah, it Bones and All, it's like I love that it is a horror movie and an homage to 80s movies, but it is not an homage to 80s horror movies. No. It's like if instead of wrestling, a motherfucker just got eaten every once in a while in Vision Quest. Like, I loved it. What I liked about that movie was that it didn't – there's this thing that movies do and I think like blockbusters tend to do that where they have to over-explain something because they assume that your audience is dumb as shit. Mm, and yeah. this doesn't do that. It allows It allows the audience to use context clues to figure out the plot instead of having to go so obsessively – explanatory into the background of like well here's the origins of why they are the way it's like no it just exists you're put into this world move forward with it i'll also say i enjoyed plane but it was not a surprise at all it was exactly what i expected it to be i still haven't seen plane but i love that there is already a sequel planned called ship ship which is just uh gerard butler's not coming back for that it's just luke it's, it's just cage. luke cage yeah, yeah. michael um yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Nobody knows. Yeah, someone uh, will tell us. Is he's it Renfro? Incredibly talented. Is it Renfro? Is his last name Mike Renfro? Or is that the no. guy from Dirty Jobs? I don't know. Fuck, fuck Mike's. It's Mike Rowe. <laughs> uh, um, oh, also, my my surprise movie of the year was Scream Six because I didn't like Scream Five at all, and I only saw Scream Six because Creed Three was playing at a highly inconvenient time, and I just had time to go to the movies, and I was going to go to the movies. So I saw Scream Six expecting to hate it, and I fucking loved it. It was so much fun. I mean, that's fair. You're right, you're right to feel that way, Adam. I know. Um. So, uh, Nerd Rocker Forty Two, what's your favorite major sports uniform? Hmm. I mean, are we going all time or current? Because all time has some bangers. Yeah. 80, like the 84 Padres. Yeah. I like those old Montreal Expos uniforms. Like oh, the, I, the powder, the powder blue ones. I, I love a powder blue. Anytime like there's Quebec a team. Nordiques. Yeah. And I know it's not, um, I guess this is college, but like North Carolina, like I've always loved their powder colors. Blue. I'm wearing powder blue right now. Uh, but this is a team that we all love, obviously, the 1976 Chicago Cats. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime I see, here's the thing. I also like the Jets current uniforms. Yeah. And there's teams whose colors I like a lot. And I'm like sad that I can't wear them because they're not my team. Like, I mean, there's no disputing the Raiders might have. So, yeah, that's rad. The coolest or, uniforms. Similarly, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. The Saints. Notre Dame. Notre Dame fucks. Yeah. That like blue and gold. Yeah. Like the Saints being black and gold is kind of cool. But like for some reason, that blue and gold of Notre Dame is way better. Yeah. And you know Miami, who, who, the Miami Heat, too. Miami Heat's great. Um, the Blackhawks. Oh the yeah, Chicago Blackhawks have good ones. Um, every time uh the Boston Bruins release a third jersey, whenever they have the third jersey that takes the ochre as the main color, mm -hmm. that 
those fuck like because it's usually their jerseys are either white with the uh with the ochre and black or black with the white and ochre but when ochre takes over the whole color yeah it's so good yeah i like the bears have started doing all orange uniforms every once oh, that's in a great. while that's and great. that's yeah. that's really like cool 90s broncos yeah i feel like the broncos and the buccaneers both need to bring back their old uniforms i think people would fucking love it like yeah the Bucks for sure need to bring that cream sickle shit back. Oh, back when they were the worst team that ever played football. Yes. Um, I would say like of all timers, like like sport ones that have remained generally untouched. Um, I would say the once the Lakers started doing the yellow and uh, or the the purple and gold. Mm hmm. Uh, those are, I think, all timers. The Yankees, yeah, are all time with the pinstripes. I'd say the Celtics are simple, but that green and white really pops. Yeah, there's a lot of great ones. It's hard to pick. I didn't realize that this would be the longest question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still have more I could say, but we should move on. Yeah. Um, Aldo Vargas asked, uh, if you didn't have to worry about money for the rest of your life, what would you be doing right now? I feel like we'd be opening packs of sports. <laughs> I feel like I'd be answering this question like we do every time we do. Yeah, this we episode. do. We do that. It's what we do. We're doing we're doing what we do. If if we wanted to make money, we would be doing things that aren't this. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I would I would probably do a scaled down version of what I'm doing now. Like, yeah, like maybe one do, episode of a show a week. Yeah. I'd have a podcast. I honestly, I know we, we talk about this a lot, but the opening packs of cards, I hate how much fun that is. It is. It's fun. And, and I we're going to do one soon. I wish okay. I could do that for a living or just for money of any sort, but yeah, it's just for fun. Instead, it just costs us. Money. We should get a PSA account and start seeing if we pull things that we could grade and flip. Yeah. Add, add some more costs to it. I'll look into it. I'll look into that. You guys spend money to make money, right? Uh, at Crippled Giraffe, where's the worst place you've ever had to piss? L.A. traffic. Oh, yeah. If you are stuck on an L.A. highway and you have to piss, you are going to piss your pants. Yeah, that happened to me once, and I finally had to pull over. It was when me and my wife were just first dating, and she lived in Torrance, and I lived in Burbank, which that's a drive. That is a drive. And I got Trust me, I know. I got stuck in traffic and had to piss and I eventually pulled over. And that stretch of LA, uh you like the four oh five, right? You can find yourself in some perilous neighborhoods if you just pull off without knowing where you were. And boy did I. I was yeah. next to a Tam's Burgers, if that tells you anything. It's where Suge Knight killed a guy. One of the many places. <laughs> um, Mads uh, at YTY asked, any advice on how to escape retail hell? Quit. Save up your money and then quit. Yeah. Or just always be applying for other jobs. There's like, now there's like courses you can take online that will just like get you better jobs, like Google certifications and shit. Look around at stuff <laughs> like that, you know? Just keep at it. You'll get yeah, out of you there. Yeah, you got this. Uh, at Josh Mang One asks, when's the last time you had a call to action moment? When Trump ran for president and there. everyone who listened to this podcast hated it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, at Betty Electron says, what's the most overrated? Oh, this one's for me. What's the most overrated card in the Star Wars CCG? Emperor Palpatine. Um, at Detractor PE or Detractorp, what's your opinion on people faking their accents when they sing? I don't care how they do their art. If they want to fake their accents, go for it. Yeah. And do we know they're faking accents? I don't know who specifically we're talking about, but sometimes people just like people sound different when yeah. they sing. Jen Scott has a great joke she does on stage about that, about how all British singers sound like us when they sing. And her question is, what if we've just been singing this whole time? And if we weren't, we would sound like them. Good line. Um, yeah, I would add too that uh, I think SNL did a great joke about Ozzy Osbourne. How when he talks, you can't hear a thing, but then he sings, and it's perfectly clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Help! I'm a cake. At help! I'm a cake. That's a that is a goddamn good Twitter handle, my man. Is it Charlie um, or is it Cake? It's, oh, it's Charlie. <laughs> the Charlie is a lie. What's the most irrational superstition or fear that you have? Uh, I don't know if it's a or or habit maybe. I don't know. What do you have? Um I've mentioned this before, but as a child, a friend of my sister shortly after I saw the movie Poltergeist told me that if you think you have a ghost in your house, you'll have a ghost in your house. And that's all that's a thing that has stuck with me just ever since childhood. Just the secreting 
yeah a ghost yeah um i don't know if it's not a superstition or fear um no oh you know what oh okay i have one um if i am walking down stairs into a basement that have like an opened back like the stairs are like kind of like floating stairs like somebody can hide under the stairs sure i always think of somebody slashing my achilles tendon with a knife oh yeah yeah that's i always think that's gonna happen i always think there's somebody under the stairs with a knife that's gonna slap i don't know why probably like a child's play thing or something like that yeah or pet cemetery also that happened oh yeah that also happened in pet cemetery yeah i uh I remember in a house in Maine, I also think that's going to happen. I saw a true crime episode once where this old man walked in his house and there was just someone waiting for him and shot him in the face like the minute he came in the door. And I've always thought that, like, is, is today the day? Is this the you day I'm going to walk in and just get shot in the face? It's going to be your wife. Yeah. No. Welcome home. Wouldn't Blast. Be, wouldn't be my wife. She wouldn't do it. You, uh, at Thassos F. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, oh, this is the last question. If you were asked the same question now, would your answer still be capybara hands? Yes, I would still have capybara hands. I don't even remember. I think the question was if we could have our hands be any animal, mm. what would it be? And I think we the consensus was capybara. Yeah, in retrospect, that's going to take a lot of like bicep training to pull off. You're going to spend a couple weeks with them capybaras really putting some strain on your on your arms. What do you pick like a like an eagle so they can fly you to places? Yeah, eagle would be cool. And and also, you know, it's endangered. Like and now it's on your hands. So yeah. now you're endangered. Uh fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are a protected species now. Right. Um looking at uh looking at the live chat are we seeing that one uh Boo Earns asked how do I know slash find out when you are doing these things? I don't know if it's these things or do you mean a live show? Because we usually just will announce it on yeah, I posted on Patreon. Here's the thing. I'm, I really am going to stop using Twitter. Like, it's one thing to, like, be on there even though the ownership sucks. But when you get to the point where the ownership is actively blocking the things you're trying to promote, what's the fucking point? Like, I started using Twitter again to promote my Substack and Gulp. Like, that is mm. obviously not going to work. So, I don't know. I'll try to post more on, like, Instagram and stuff, but don't it's rely hard. on Twitter. I haven't tweeted a podcast episode in, like, two weeks. Discord and Patreon are your best. Yeah. Discord. They're, they're the best ways to get that information. Yeah. Discord, but, Patreon. I might set up, like, a newsletter, like an email newsletter. Yeah. Let's fucking roll the internet back. Yeah, Patreon is obviously the way like Patreon is always going to be the first thing we go to because those are the people that are paying us directly. So like if, for example, we're doing a you don't even like sports cards thing, like the first thing we do is let people know on Patreon yeah. that we're doing these things. And we're trying. And as a side note for like, I know Adam and I talk about it. And we, we text about it and stuff like that. But we're trying to find like a regular time slot for streaming stuff so that it matches straight through. And that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that. I, yeah. I would just say don't don't count on Twitter anymore. Like, yeah, I mean it. I'm not fucking I quit Facebook and I will quit Twitter, too, baby. Um, I think that's it. Right. Do we got any other questions? I mean, I, I think we're good. Um, oh, oh, we have one here from at Hey There Jeffro. Uh, it says, Adam, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's a great question from whoever that fuck face is. Um, I would like to plug adamtoddbrown.substack.com. I really am going to be back to writing there very soon. And even if not, immediately, there's a whole back catalog of stuff you can read that is now behind a paywall. Should have read it faster, motherfuckers. Uh, but yeah, I have new articles coming this week. There should actually be stuff up right now. Um, and I think that is all I have. There's We're going to start making a bunch of stuff that has been behind the paywall public, like our music pods, the John Daly season of the sports pod. That stuff's all going to be out for free soon so be on the lookout for that and uh that's all i got what do you got uh well i don't know if you know this but i have cool friends i have a show called jeff has cool friends which you can access for free we're starting what i'm technically calling the second season we've been doing it in the show for two years that's exciting right uh no. now i'm starting it again uh so it's sort of like a not really a reboot but we're we're starting again and it's really fun did you say uh, reboob yeah reboob i'm gonna reboob <laughs> gonna do a new titty <laughs> 
drink my podcast milks. Um, that was gross. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you yeah. can uh, get it for free. But if you want early access to uncensored episodes with bonus content, head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff May. I've also rebooted a lot of my tiers. Um, you know, I've switched stuff up. There's some I'm mailing shit. I'm like curating packages to send to people, which is really exciting. Um, check out uh, check out the stuff we do with Adam uh, on You Don't Even Like Sports. And uh, God, You Don't Even Like Sports cards is so much fun. It sure is. Adam, it's so much fun. And, uh, and oh, yeah, we're going to be doing more streaming stuff. But go on. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell yeah. You can also hear uh, on my Patreon uh, shows like Ugg Fine with uh, Kim Crawl, the monthly show, as well as Access to Nerd with Dre Alvarez, which is uh, available uh, for free as well. But I like it when you give me money. Uh, you can also hear uh, Tom and Jeff watch Batman on Gamefully Unemployed. And yeah, I have other stuff live Mint on Cards, second Friday of every month at Blast from the Past on Magnolia in beautiful Burbank, California. Uh, March 14, uh, April 14th is the next one. So shout out. All right. All right. And let's get the fuck out of here. Jeff, how about you say goodbye? Uh, how about you go fuck your See you again at the Jeff May rookie card, everybody. Jeff meant four. That's a tear. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.